0: Where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hey, tinder friends, ferrets, barnyard animals, and well, my cool cats and kittens, it's your girl Heather McMahon. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. What a doozy. What a wild friggin' week, month, year, 2020. We're not even halfway through. You know, where where the fuck are we in the universe? in God's plan. Who the fuck knows? All I'm saying is buckle up. It's getting rowdy. How are y'all doing? I'm just going to get into what's going on right now, which is we got an upswing in the COVID cases. You know, I don't know. There's, you know, the young people finally got pissed off and they're breaking out and they're out there making out in bars and, you know, eating out of the same pimento cheese dip, just spreading the germs. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Everyone in Europe seems to be traveling. What? It, no one knows the answer. I had an amazing cardiologist. believe she's a specialist in COVID. She reached out to me and I'm gonna try and get her on the podcast because I've got to talk to, I got to talk to a medical professional. I got friends who are like plastic surgeons, orthopedic surgeons, chiropractors. I, 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 no, I ain't no shade of chiropractors. You know, I fucking love to get adjusted. If I'm having a bad day, get a swift just crack to the old L5, L6 lumbar vertebrae. I'm like a new woman. Do chiropractors know what's going on? They don't. They sure don't. (laughs) Again, no hay, no shade. Love you. But I think maybe it would be better. It's like bringing on like a podiatrist to talk about the lungs. I'm going to try and get a cardiologist on here who can hopefully, you know, maybe that's what we do. Send in some of your questions. If you have some just like, and even if they're like do's or don'ts, if you want to call into the hotline for next week and you're like, listen, I saw this. Is this right? What should we do? Send me, let's do a little Q&A and I'm going to hopefully get this lined up and I'll get this up as soon as possible. But y'all, yeah, we, we're, back. we're we're going to have to be re-quarantined. You know, it just shit's crazy. Listen, I, I I feel like I need to address it. It's very crazy right now, kind of in the comedy world. Um, You know, a lot of these guys are getting called out for being fucking creeps. I can't even keep up with the tally of like the amount of people who are fucking being creeps with like trying to message underage girls and all this shit. I, uh, I don't even want it to come out of my mouth because it's so gross, but it's wild. It's wild. So, I mean, I can't even keep up with it on Twitter. Some of the, the news is just bringing about like Crystalia and, and and that shit. And you're like, what the fuck? It's just all of it. It's just all, you know, you think you know somebody and then you don't know. Them. I didn't know him personally. But I saw a stand-up show last year. I was a fan and now I'm just like, fuck that. I really hope I am not speaking out of, like professionally out of fr- turn. No, fuck it, whatever. I talk about everything. So my writing partner, my showrunner and I, we have, we have our show that's been kind of how all this works. We're now pitching it to networks. And, you know, you go through the pitch, you talk about your characters and the arc of the season and, you know, where you see these characters going. And basically you pitch them on why they should give you like seven seasons of a show. And then at the end, we were in one of our meetings today, our Zoom meetings. I said, guys, why don't we just at the very end of this pitch to say like Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, any of these networks, I just go. And by the way, I'm not a fucking creep. You've given all of these male comedians a voice, a platform, form why don't you just fucking hire more women (laughs) okay charlie and uh, my writing partner is female and my showrunner kathleen is female and they're just so great we just had the biggest laugh i was like that's what you need to do going into these pitches now hey guess what i'm a female comedian i'm right with the lord and uh, i'm not a creep so i'd love this opportunity that should be sales pitch enough but everything's just fucking crazy you know what i mean you think you know somebody until you don't. It's just wild. And it just shows that so many people have gotten away with bad behavior for too long. And I find it alarming. Literally just kind of getting this news as a break. So I've got to do a deeper dive. I don't know. I'm not up to date with anything, but I'm just like, fuck. Everything's crazy right now. It's crazy. Everyone's a creep. Everyone's got COVID. What the fuck do we do? Well, we're going to be here. We're going to talk about things and we're going to get through it. We're going to giggle and we're going to laugh and we're going to have a moment and we're going to cry. Speaking of tears, Father's Day is uh, this weekend. And, I, you know, it's it's a interesting time. It's so funny that the friends of mine who are in the Dead Dad Club and who have been through this, they we all reach out to each other. And just a big shout out to Christina Norris, who's one of my dearest friends. And, you know, she always texts me and, and we just have a moment. And it's not one of those things like, it's Father's Day, feel bad for me. She lost her father as well. And we just kind of always have this moment where we, you know, we send a message to each other and just send, like, a, I'm thinking of you. I will say this it's very jarring Sunday. I don't want to even be on social media because you just want to turn it the fuck off. You're like, I don't want to see everybody posting photos of their cool dads when my dad or like their mediocre dads. And I this is going to sound like the cuntiest thing I've ever seen, but my sister and I still talk about it. Like when you have such an epic fucking dad who died too soon because most of my girlfriends hate their fathers. And I'm not trying to generalize that, but it, truly, like I have so many girlfriends who are like, uh, yeah, my dad and I don't have a good relationship. And then my sister and I was talking about, it, we're like, fuck. The hardest thing is when you had a great dad and then you lost him and then you got to go to like dinner with your friend who hates their dad or you got to go to dinner at like a barbecue and their dad's the worst and nobody talks at dinner and you can hear the, can you hear this like the... You know, you can hear the fork and the knife scraping the plate because nobody wants to talk. And it just, it, that's what pisses me off. Do I miss my dad? Did he die too young? Fuck yeah, I did. But it's when I go to other people's houses and their dead suck. <laughs> not that I want them not to be there. I'm just saying it's, I get very bitter in those moments. I do. It's not even the, the self-loathing of like, how God, I'm so sad I miss my dad. It's that, why are this kind of shitty ones alive? You know? Fucked up to say, I said it, it's out there. I said it. But so many people who have lost like, you know, somebody important to them, that's great. I mean, listen, you could put that through anything. You know, you lose a sibling and you're like, fuck, I had the best brother in the world. And now I got to go to somebody's house and all they do is fight with their fucking sibling. Like that's the example. It's the fucking worst. Moms, you know, if you had the best mom in the world and she died too soon, and then you got to listen to your fucking dumb friend, Tiffany, just bitch about how her mom's a bitch. And you're like, I hate you. I genuinely hate you in this moment. And listen, we all have our shit. We're all trying to go through it. We're all trying to get through it. It's a little extra sting on Father's Day. But if you have a great dad, reach out to them. Tell them how much you love them. And if you have a shitty dad, let them know that they're shitty. Try and make amends. If you can't make amends, just keep being you and do the best you can. But I would let them know that they're kind of an asshat. Why not? Life's short and then you go to Florida. And that's what it is. That's where it goes. You know, I was talking to Jeff. This is so random. You know, we moved back to Atlanta. I know I've got to get into the move and all that shit because it's just been fucking crazy. But um, we're in full construction at my mom's house just to catch y'all up. Oh, wait, total side note. If you listen to the podcast last week, you heard, I believe his name was Josh from Dallas, a fabulous gentleman who called in and said that he thought i was married to Josh Gadd who is the star from Frozen. He's a very short gentleman, um, a little curvy. You know, Jeff's a, a, a juicy man. But I told Jeff, Jeff listen, he's like, tell the caller if on the podcast that I fucking love him and that was the funniest shit ever. But he's like, also, all thick white men don't look alike. And we laughed so fucking hard. He's like, I, I get it. But Josh Gad's also like 5'4". And he, Jeff's like 6'3". And we at the fucking funny. We were just dying. I was like, honey, it's okay. It hurt Jeff for like a second, but then he and I just fucking giggled about it. So that's a total side note. But randomly we were talking about when Jeff and I were moving, I was like, honey, it's like, you know, I just think from now on, I want to spend like January through March in a warm environment. I went to Southeast Asia this February. I spent a lot of time in LA. Like I just cannot do the cold anymore. And I get why there's snowbirds. So I told Jeff, I was like, babe, let's just go to the Bahamas. Let's just like hang out and like, you know, the other side of the equator when it's cold. I can't do another winter. It depressed me. Seasonal depression is real. Also, that's when there was like a big spike in COVID. Like, I just can't do this shit. And Jeff was like, Heather, we can't be snowbirds. We're not 75. I'm sorry, this is his accent. Babe, we're not 75. We can't be snowbirds. I said, honey, snowbirds are not, it's not age- specific. You can be anyone who just goes to a warm climate when it's cold. You fly south. That's a snowbird. He and I got in the most heated argument about fucking snowbirds. He's like, no babe, it's only 75 year olds to Florida. That's their nickname. I'm like, I'm pretty sure as long as you fly the coop and head south, you can be considered a snowbird. He's like, I'm irate. First of all, somebody thinks I look like Josh Gid. Second of all, we do not have as much money as Josh Gid. Third of all, That's not what a snowbird means. I said, honey, I have been locked up with you raw for too fucking long. You're making me fucking nuts. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But God, that call last week was so fucking funny. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, rewind, go listen to it. It's just the most genuine, like, he was like, I thought you were married to Josh Gad. (laughs) Also, would love to work with Josh Gad. Maybe I put Josh Gad in my TV show as my eventual husband. Oh, fuck. Josh Gad could play Italian. Holy shit. Dude, I got to text Jen and Kathleen right now. This is fucking brilliant. Josh Gad has got to play a love interest. See, this is how it comes full circle. This is why, even though we're like looking, staring down like the barrel of the gun, we have no fucking idea when this shit's going to end, when we're going to be able to go back to, you know, whatever, our life, our jobs, our just being able to hug our fucking friends and our aunts and uncles. I mean, if you have a relationship with them. But then I have these brilliant aha moments because y'all have called into the hotline, you've planted a seed, and then the universe just turns it on and sparks that fire. We got to get Josh Gad to play like a very Italian man that I fall in love with on the show. Fuck, it's great. You know, while everybody else started off their quarantine watching, you know, all their Netflix shows and just laying in bed all day, I, I'm just now getting to that part of my quarantine. And let me tell you, nothing has been better than laying in my new Brooke linen sheets okay? Brooklinen is literally the best sheets in the world. And I know you've seen them all over Instagram and all over the internet. And I was like, I'm going to try them out. And then just thank God it came full circle. And they're now one of the sponsors of the podcast. Truly, it has brought new life and feeling into my space. I got the satine, which is like a buttery, smooth cotton sheets. Now, if you know something about me, because I'm always on the road, I like to feel like I'm in a hotel bed. Literally we're redoing our room right now. The sheets that I want, I'm like, I want to feel like I am laying at the Edition hotel somewhere in West Hollywood. Like I am on the road. I am vibing. Well, guess what? I got the best sheets in the friggin' game right now. They're high quality sheets, but the best thing is they're at a low price. I just want to get in bed every night at like 6 PM, turn on season six, curb your enthusiasm and friggin' relax. Well, I can do that now with my Brooklyn and sheets. Listen, You want to get the best of the best. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. Brooklyn and Sheets are the perfect place to start making your mornings great. Get up, out of bed, make that bed, and then get right back in that baby around four o'clock. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. Y'all, I've never heard of sheets that come with a lifetime warranty. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code absolutely at Brooklinen, like Brooklyn, but B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com. Brooklyn, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Now, back to the podcast we're working, we're wheeling and dealing. We're doing the most, truly not the least. I don't know what's going on. Again, I've got to catch up with everything. I am trying to like read the news on Twitter and it's too fucking hard. I, I like the like story broke. This guy's a creep. And then I get on it and then I don't know how to follow the threads. And then I end up clicking on something that's like an OnlyFans page that I thought was like a Reddit link. And I'm like, how do you read Reddit on Twitter? And then next thing you know, I'm staring at someone's ball sack and I didn't mean to. I just think it's a trap. I, I just, I, I can't figure it out. That's what it really comes down to, Florida. Y'all been partying in Florida. Listen, I have a trip planned in August. You know, are we going to have to re-quarantine? That's why I really want to get a medical professional on, like obviously we're going to have to start living with COVID, right? We got too lackadaisical. We got too comfortable. But what are we going to do to like be able to continue as a society? I just want to get the facts. I'm asking genuine questions. I'm a curious cat and I just want to get the facts because Lord knows, like, I'm not even great with splinters. That's my medical knowledge is so low, so bad. I will say I'm a little bit of like, do you remember that episode on (laughs) Keeping Up With The Kardashians? When Kim Kardashian was like, she could smell that Lamar had a cavity. Remember, she was standing next to him and she goes, I think you have a cavity. He's like, what? And she's like, I can smell it. I can kind of smell when Jeff has something that's about to come up. And not like like it's like, like, a, like a smell thing. You know what I mean? That was a weird moment for Kim. But I can like kind of sense something out of Jeff. I'm like, he's going to get acid reflux later. Not even like after he's eating like an Italian sub, but I can just kind of like smell it. I can smell and be like something's going to happen with his tummy later or... Okay, I think we're going to have an allergy outbreak later. <laughs> like when you just been with somebody, especially locked up with them in quarantine as long as we have been, you just start to, it, there's a smell. There's a there's a feral animal, just zoo-like, like an orangutan where they like, you see them in the zoo and they're picking out the lice out of each other's hair. They They groom like how cats groom each other. That's me and Jeff at this point. I'm like, oh, you got something weird on your back. Come here, let me get that. But I smelled it about six miles away. Wow, this is fucking gross. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But I feel like this is why we all ended up going to fucking Florida. I haven't been yet. I was being a good girl. The only place I've been is I had to go to New York and move out of my apartment. And everybody went to fucking Florida and partied their faces off. And now we got a situation. So... All right, listen, I know we're going to have some crazy, absolutely nuts on the voicemail. I want to get right into these. Y'all continue calling into the hotline. We're having so much fun with these. And again, I'm going to get some more um, guests on, but I just kind of wanted to like get back to our roots, A to B, just chit-chatting you know? And if you ever have suggestions of people that you'd like for me to bring on, by all means, send them in. Because let me tell you, you can DM me on Instagram. Think with all of this free time, quote unquote, free time that people have, be able to get a lot of guests and everyone's, I just, you know, and then you never know who the fuck's problematic. You're like, you know, is this bitch nuts? I don't fucking know. And if you know anybody in the medical profession or you know anybody who's kind of on like, I don't know, the front lines of shit, send me some suggestions. I would definitely love to hear from y'all. Okay, let's get into the thick of it. Let's get to the voicemails. These are so absolutely ridiculous this week. Without further ado, here we go. Absolutely not line.
2: Hi, Heather. This is Kelsey from Dallas, Texas, calling from Richmond, Virginia. And I just want to say absolutely not to a girl going home with a guy after meeting him from a socially distanced bar on a girl's beach trip that was supposed to be socially distanced during the corona. Absolutely not. To him asking her to pick a hat off as well for him to autograph for her so she could take it home as memorabilia. Number three, absolutely not the fact that he signed it F-I-L-L, even though his real name, Phil, is spelled traditionally with the P-H. Kelsey from
0: Dallas, Texas, but you're calling me from Richmond, Virginia. I like that. That's a very Southern thing to be like, I'm from Texas, but I just want you to know I currently reside in Virginia, unfortunately. (laughs) Little cunty and I liked it. Okay, let me get this straight. Absolutely fucking not. You went on a girl's trip. You know, listen, you might be one of the reasons why there's an up tick in the uh, good old coronavirus moment in Florida right now. But uh I get it. You're doing a girls trip. We all have to live. We're trying to learn how to live with this shit. Down on a beach trip and one of your girlfriends goes home with a guy. First of all, his name's Phil. Okay. Uh, questionable. This ass hat gives her a hat as a as a souvenir. <laughs> No, 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 Absolutely friggin' not. My mother's name is Robin, R-O-B-I-N, legally spelled. When she signs her art, she spells it R-O-B-Y-N. Lady in the street, freak in the sheets. It's a little thing. It's just she likes to sign it different. That'd be like if I signed my autobiography one day, Heathcat instead of Heather. Small adjustment. But if you're telling me I went to your house, gave you a hand job, and we dry humped for 45 minutes. And then you give me like your, your like Florida Gators hat and you sign it F-I-L-L. Oh, gross. Ooh, I just fucking thought of it. Hey, it's probably because he filled her up. Oh my God. I bet he does that. I think they actually had real sexual intercourse. He's like, remember when I filled you up? Oh my god y'all that's where my fucking mind goes okay i gotta get out of the house and see some friends i gotta see
1: some people
0: i do i need to socialize and interact because these are the sick demented things that i think of but guess what he's probably sitting around with these fucking ding dong friends of his being like yeah dude i'll fucking write fill on it f-i-l-l oh that's set, build her up with that good penis and she went home being like He gave me this really weird... He just gave me this lame hat. It smells bad because he didn't have good hygiene. And no, he did not come inside of me. That's exactly, hopefully, how that conversation went. But listen, ladies, if we haven't learned this week everybody needs to keep a track of their friends. But listen, she's also a grown woman. What are you going to do? You know, there's always, I still have, you know, single girlfriends in my group. There's nothing worse than when you're on a trip and everybody else is like married and then you have the one girl, which I'm always like pro, like do your thing. I am woman, hear me roar, get your groove on, do the stanky leg on someone's penis, like whatever you want to do. But there's nothing worse when you're like, this was supposed to be a girl's trip and now you got to go home with a guy named... F-I-L-L Phil, you know he had acne scars. I'm just saying, I'm just, just going to go ahead and say it. This guy had bad acne scars and that's on God, period. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kelsey, that you had to deal with that. That's an absolutely not. If you're going on a girl's trip, if you're being bold enough to break out of the fucking house and go on a trip, stay with your group. And if you see something, say something. Thanks for calling in, Kelsey. Absolutely not. Let's get to the next caller. You know, I talk about DHM detox all the time because your girl. Hadn't put down that glass of wine. That's right. DHM detox is a vitamin for people who love to enjoy alcohol. You know, listen, if you're smart and and responsible and you like to enjoy your booze, but you don't want to have a wasted day the next day because you can't, because you move back in with your mother and she's going to be up your ass starting at 8.30 in the morning. Like, Heather, where's the dog barking? Heather, where's my coffee? Then you got to get DHM detox. You do not have any days wasted. Okay, I can't wake up the next day living with Robin with nausea, brain fog, that hangover anxiety. I can't do it. And there's a misconception that the awful next day feeling is caused by dehydration. I've said this before. It's not. It's because of the buildup of alcohol's toxic byproduct. Your body can't get rid of it. But DHM Detox uses science to help literally boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those toxins. It's made up of natural ingredients, antioxidants, and vitamins. You just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. And listen, if you're having a really big night out, like if you're gearing up for the 4th of July you can take a little bit more. It's a part of my drinking routine now, and I'm just so thrilled to share it with y'all on the podcast. Here's the deal. How important is your next day? If it's important to you, for just a couple of dollars, you can wake up feeling fine after drinking. There's also free shipping on all US orders. DHM Detox is risk-free purchase. If you're unsatisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money back. Hey, you might as well try it. And I've got you 20% off. That's right, 20% off your order. Just head over to No Days Wasted Co., dot com and use promo code absolutely at checkout that's no days wasted co.com and use absolutely at checkout if you have any questions shoot them a dm at dhm detox on instagram and they'll let you know the science behind not having a hangover now back to the podcast
2: Hey Heather, this is Lacey in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, Honey, I just love you. And I have not absolutely yes. We visited my parents in Eastern Kentucky about two weekends ago. And it's where I grew up. It's home. It's the mountains. It's just beautiful. And the big news in town, in our tiny town, they have added a family dollar just right down the road. So my husband and I run in there, grab a few things to get like the potluck ready for dinner. We round the corner of the frozen aisle and I see this man without a shirt on and overalls and he's got his hand on the forehead of the family dollar worker praying for him and I so touched I was like lives are being changed in this family dollar you know I kind of closed my eyes and bowed my head too well then all of a sudden he started talking in tongues and I'd never really heard that before but My husband, and I exchanged a look and just kept listening, said, amen, got my cool whip and got out of there. But absolutely, yes, to lives being changed at a family dollar in Eastern Kentucky. So that's my good news for the day. And just hope you continue to do so well and shed your light. Love you. Bye.
0: Lacey from Kentucky. This is amazing. God, what a great absolutely yes. We needed something to brighten this week. And this just really made me giggle. First and foremost, you have the sweetest Southern accent. You know, honey, you are a girl after my own heart. And I'm my God. But that Kentucky, there's something about that bluegrass Kentucky accent that just, it'll flip you off your feet. I'll tell you what, Lacey, God is good. So let's just paint the picture. You're walking to a family dollar store. It's new in town. I'm surprised there wasn't a line around the block. It's a little thing, though, right? It's a little thing's at this point in the year, at this point in lockdown, that we have to find the joy in. And I love that you walked in, you see a man with no shirt overalls on, you're like, he's probably up to no good. And there he is, blessing somebody, anointing them with the armor of God, the the Holy Spirit, just saying, coming in in a day, woo. That's right, yes, Lord. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been to a very, southern church and you, you've never heard anybody speak in tongues. Honey, my mother, who's not even southern, sometimes will just speak in tongues. You know what I mean? Just the, when the Holy Spirit hits you, you can't run. You got to absorb it. And that's what tongues is. For those of my friends who don't know what tongues are. Now, I've never spoken in tongues. I'm waiting for the Lord to just hit me, Lord. <laughs> yes, sir. But I'll tell you what I love that that man was just no shirt, no shoes, probably not a mask, but guess what? Hand on the forehead of, let's say, Tammy running the family dollar. And what is he doing? Blessing her. Speaking in the name of the Lord. Yes. (laughs) Also, these are the kind of calls I need. Like Lacey, everything about this. We didn't see it coming. There was a turn, a twist and a turn. We had no idea. You surprised us. This was great. This is what I needed absolutely yes. You know what? Absolutely yes to people surprising you. I've realized that's what I need most. You know, during quarantine, during this year, during a lot of like epic moments in my life, you know, you always get disappointed by people. And then there's some people that surprise you. And I'm really into the people who surprise me. I love it. You know, you think somebody's going to just be a total ass turd bucket. And then you're like, dude, Mark was great. Look, I'll be the first person to call out when I thought somebody was going to be the fucking worst. I will. Find out somebody that you think's going to be the fucking worst is the best. It's so great. You know, my mom has always carried around this little thing of olive oil. You know, people ask what her skincare regimen is. Y'all, she's 72, gonna be 73 this December. Bitch just puts olive oil on her face as moisturizer. Now, I would not recommend this for people our age. I'm in, I'm 33. It's not gonna work. It's probably gonna clog your pores. You gotta wait till you get that little bit weathered skin. I say that with love. She's also Mediterranean. My mom's Italian, you know, so she's got that nice Mediterranean, darker skin, the glow, she tans really easily. You know, she can handle that. If I were to put olive oil on my skin and step out into the sun, even for a cool jog, I would come in with stage five burns. Point being is she always carries olive oil on her, moisturizes her face with it. But she also has a little bit of olive oil. Now, I didn't know this, but you can technically, biblically, it says, I think you can make anything anointing oil. I mean, if you had some motor oil in the back, uh, baby oil, really and truly, if you've got baby oil, That is what I'd like to be anointed with. Believe I've told you all the story about how I woke up covered head to toe in a man's apartment covered in baby oil. I laugh about it now, but at the time I should probably look further into that moment of my life, but I've suppressed it. Regardless though, baby oil is a great anointing thing. You can anoint anything. I believe if you call upon the Lord, you say, Jesus, I need you to make this healing oil. You can take anything. You know, when you were used to go to a macaroni grill, you know how I feel about a macaroni grill, and they would give you the olive oil. We still do that at our house. You know, you put the crushed red pepper, a little salt and pepper, maybe a little truffle salt in your oil. You mix it around. You could literally take that oil off the table at a macaroni grill, look up to the sky, say, dear heavenly father, I need you to help me. There's a man in the parking lot right now who seems downtrodden. I need to go take this oil over there and whop, 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 whop. Brr, 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 and I need to bless him. And guess what? You could do that. You know, listen, my Catholic friends, no hate, no shade. You're very by the book. Everything's that, 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 You know what I mean? I'm not denominational. I diddle that a little over here. Grab a little bit of that. You know what I mean? Jeff one day was like, you can't just make anything anointing. Well, I go, watch me. (laughs) You know that song that everyone keeps doing on TikTok? Because these hills have eyes in California. And then everybody shows like, like people put up on TikTok. They're like, my ex-husband said I couldn't get a job. He said I'd never be good enough to make it. And then the lady turns to the screen and she's like 55. She's like, watch me. If you don't know what I'm talking about, forget. I basically just had a stroke. So just completely ignore me. But that watch me is literally what I say to Jeff when he's like, you can't do that. I go, you're Catholic and you follow the rules too hard." I think Jesus can hit you any moment. And again, no hate, no shade to my Catholics. My mom grew up Catholic. We are not Catholic, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? You know, you Catholic friend, you love them, but they're very about the rules. As in like the tradition. And I get it. I respect it. I respect everything about it. But there are moments where I'm like, I literally look at Jeff, my husband, not husband yet, but you know what I mean? I call him my husband. And I'm like, I could literally take this oil off this theoretical macaroni grill because they don't exist anymore and turn to the lady next to me and fucking bless her. When two or more come before us in the name of Jesus, that means you can testify. Yes, sir. Gosh, yes, I love this. Lacey, this just brought me back. I'm waiting. Jeff's going to listen to this and just we're going to get in like a Catholic fight. I'm just waiting, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And again, non-denominational Christian over here, but people get very upset. They're like, what are you? I don't know. I'm not Methodist, Presbyterian. I mean, I guess technically I'm a Protestant, but I chill. Also quarter Jewish. Love a Passover moment. Filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's all that matters. Anyways, this makes me happy. Y'all keep being a blessing to people that you meet out. Just keep being a blessing. That's what we got to do. We got to just giggle and bless and like, okay, Lord, show me the way. So funny. My mom keeps saying that like quarantine. She goes, Heather, God sent everybody to their room and took a time out. We need to think about the racial injustice in the world. We need to think about how we've been treating each other, how we've been treating the environment. And I thought about it. I was like, that's a really good example. Not an example, but that's a really good theory that God said, y'all, you thought you were on the right path. Clearly not sending your ass to your room. You are in trouble, world. We might've been putting time out and sometimes you need it. So I'm here for it. Lacey, thank you for blessing us with that. That was so amazing. I hope you're well and and happy seeing your family in Kentucky and God bless family general, you know, or family dollar. Fuck, one of them. The Dollar Tree, dollar store. Everything's 99 cent store. You get what I'm saying. All right. Love and Light Lazy.
2: Hey, Heather, this is Hannah from Florida. Um, first of all, you're absolutely correct. That Florida is in safe. Cowabonga, dude. I don't give a fuck. Uh, pretending this pandemic is over. It's been really fun and not safe. Um, but I'm absolutely not. My birthday week and I'm locked up raw and it sucks. And I understand that there are obviously horrible things happening in the world that I care way more about. But right now I've had a couple Trulies and I'm just real mad that I don't get to go out and drink 18 vodka pineapples and aggressively jerk off a stranger in the bathroom for my birthday. So anyways, you know, love and light.
0: Okay. Hannah from Florida. This is amazing. First of all, you sound like you're on the side of the fucking highway. Are you under a bridge? Are you okay? Blink twice if you need us. Like, did, did you get stranded? You just let me know that you, you've had about 10 Trulies. You know, those are the, uh, alcoholic, spiked seltzers. So you're pissed. You're sulking. I totally understand. You're saying, listen, I know we have way bigger things in the world to worry about, but you're having a little bit of a self-loathing moment. It's okay. We're all going to, at some point during this year, whether it's our birthdays or not, have that moment where it's like, today should have been about fucking me and it's not. And I'm pissed. Now, here's the thing. I think you needed to link up with our other girl who was pissed that her friend was in Florida and went home with a guy named Phil. I feel like this all could have been worked out. It could have all been very simpatico. If you would have just met up with Phil, given him an aggressive hand job, as you said, in the bathroom, he could have sent you home with a with a signed hat and it would have been good. That's the birthday wish that you needed. Wow, what a missed opportunity. If only the stars would have aligned and you would have ended up at the same bar as filthy Phil. You know, you would have had a great birthday. Listen, my birthday, I said this, was at March 15th, beginning of the pandemic, I spent the whole day hysterically crying, packing a bug out bag, thinking the rapture was happening. So I get it. I'm there with you mentally. I'm I'm actually standing there with you. You know, sometimes when they say go to your happy place, where's my happy place? At the Weimar Resort in the Turks and Caicos. I'm standing by the ocean drinking a crisp glass of Whispering Angel Rosé. I've just had a ahi tuna taco. I can feel my dad's spirit there next to me. My mom's bitching at the cabana boy about, you know, something, her bill, you know, just something. My sister's reading a book, being intelligent, judging me, but that's my happy place. That's where I am. And Jeff's snorkeling, (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, I love that your happy place right now is on the highway. Clearly, I mean, I can hear, you're in a wind tunnel. You're on a highway, Drinking Trulies. Listen, y'all, if you're in fucking Florida and you see our friend Hannah, if you see something, say something. I've been trying to tell you this. Speak up. If you're driving by in your Camry and you see this bitch in a Lily Pulitzer dress, pull over and help her out. Pull over. She feels bad that she's having a a meltdown on her fucking birthday. All she wants is to go to a bar, give a a filthy fill a hand job and make out listen, you're honest about your priorities. I've said since the beginning, as long as you're fucking honest about what you want in this world, nobody can stop you. It's the little things in life, guys. It's the little things. It's those tender moments of thinking we're going to make it through this year. We're going to be okay. Girl, stay safe. Get off the highway. Love you. I hope you have a great birthday. And I'm telling you, at some point next year, I think I want to do a show where it's just like a fucking live DJ show where we just like fucking party. I ask you guys to come sober to my shows. Like, not sober, but like, come with your like, your wits about you. You know what I mean? don't poop your pants on the first row. But I think then I'll just have a birthday party. Like I'll rent out a club and we'll just like, if you ever bought a ticket to my show and you're in this town, we'll just do like a pop-up and we'll just do a fucking, it's a birthday. It's a 2020 birthday revival. And we all just end up fucking partying and doing our thing. And then we all end up with coronavirus because (laughs) we're like the only ones who missed the memo about the vaccine. And it is what it is, you know, and I'm, Closer to God. I don't know. Um, listen, stay safe in Florida. I'm worried about you. Thank you for this call. That was so amazing.
1: Hi, Heather. This is Jamie calling from Sag Harbor, New York. Shout out from the Hamptons. Love you, girl. Listening to you. You are the reason I have survived and thrived during COVID. And I have to call you with an absolutely not straight from the Hamptons. Without naming names, I recently was at the post office and one of the real housewives of New York, I believe. I don't even watch the show, but she goes right to the front of the line. We're all queued up at the post office, masks on, ready to go. And she rolls in there and decides that she's going to jump the line, go to the front and have a two second kind of run in with the, the main person at the front desk about how she needs to have her mail forwarded from New York City to the Hamptons yesterday. Absolutely not cutting the line. When the rest of us are queuing up the way we're supposed to, waiting our turn, just because you're on The Real Housewives, you might be a a duchess or something. I don't even know. But let me tell you, absolutely not cutting the line in the midst of COVID when the rest of us are trying to figure our shit out. Anyway, love you, Heather. Hope you're doing well. Love all the posts on Instagram. Keep us laughing. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Jamie, Sag Harbor, New York. I like that little humble brag Live from the Hamptons. Hope you're staying well, safe, and happy out there in the Hamptons. Okay, now first and foremost, this is an absolutely fucking not. Okay, I've told y'all before how stressful the post office is to me. Not necessarily FedEx, not necessarily UPS, but the USPS, United States Postal Service, they know exactly what they're doing. They're essentially the soup Nazis. You remember the famous character from Seinfeld that character that would yell at you, that's that's the level of anxiety, of depression, of just sheer terror that I feel when I get into the line of the post office. One, I never have the right like letterhead. I never have the right form to fill out. I don't know if it's three-day express, two-day express. I pick up a two-day express when really I need to overnight it. Nothing is labeled at the post office. So you're already walking in there sweating. It's like a feral cat sweat. Do you know what I mean? You could put on mega babe deodorant all day long and you're still going to sweat through this because you're literally in a panic mode. So, so everybody in that line, especially wearing the mask, it's hot, you're having a moment. You're like, fuck, I'm in the post office in the Hamptons. I'd rather be at the beach right now, you know, with my thumb in my ass. Anything other than doing that. You don't have the right form. You get up to the desk. The lady's like, get to the end. So you're already in a full blown panic attack. And then you got to deal with, a duchess? Now, first and foremost, when you said this, I immediately went to Ramona Singer. I met Ramona. She is, God bless her, honestly and truly, she just is kind of in her own world. I don't think she's spiteful. I think she genuinely du- is not on the same planet as us. And I do follow her on Instagram and see that she did just come back from Palm Beach. and That's where she'd been quarantining. She's back in the city. She had a tearful moment outside of the Delta Terminal, Terminal 3, I believe, um, or c Fuck, 3D, whatever. At LaGuardia, she was like, I just can't believe I'm back. But of course, she probably immediately went out to her house in the Hamptons. (laughs) But now that you said Duchess, I'm thinking, and you are in Sag Harbor, I'm putting the clues together. It's most likely the Countess de la Former Countess, truly, because I don't know if you keep the Countess title when you get divorced. Now, again, no hate, no shade to her because I know that was a sticky, icky situation, but I will say it could be either. You are in Sag Harbor, which is where she lives. But either way, absolutely fucking not. I always wondered how celebrities went to the DMV. I'm like, I know that there's a special place in hell for people who get to cut the line at the DMV. But I did always wonder, like when you've got to do those basic things, you got to go to the post office. Nobody else. I mean, she could have had an assistant do it, truly. But you know, when you've got to show up in person, you're at, I don't know, the passport office, How do you get through the back door? I just want to get to the level where I can call the DMV. I don't want anything more than that. I don't even think you probably have to be that fucking famous or maybe you do. I've seen an episode of the Kardashians. Kim slides through the back. You know, Chloe brings her own ring light. It makes great TV, but is it real? But I would honestly, no, actually fuck the DMV. I will wait in line with my little deli counter ticket like every other asshole at the DMV. But I would like the level of notoriety or not even notoriety. I would just like to be able to cut that line. Like if the Lord was like, okay, Heather with whatever fame you end up having, you know, quote unquote celebrity, which I think it's just a weird thing. There's one thing you can have, solve world peace, be thin for the rest of your life, eat anything. I go, I'd like to skip the line at the, at the post office and I'd like for them not to yell at me for using the wrong form because <laughs> it's terrifying. You and I both know when you've gotten in a fight at the the post office, forget it. Your whole day's ruined. Jeff says ruined like that. He's like, oh, the carpet just got ruined. I'm like, what? It's ruined. He's like, it's ruined. He also says almonds. Okay, and people make fun of me. Sometimes when I'm making fun of Jeff, I then go into his New York accent. I say almonds. It's almond, Jeff. He's like, no, it's almonds. I said, you know what? We were in bed the other night arguing. About almonds, almond. So, listen, you know, we've all got a touch of what we'd want to do in our world with a little bit of power, but mine would just be able to skip the post office in general. Actually, fuck it. You know what? I support FedEx and UPS. Fuck the government. (laughs) Not even making a political statement, but fuck the post office. All right, let's get to our next caller.
3: Hi, Heather. This is Catherine. I am driving from my hometown of Beaumont, Texas, back to. My new home in New Orleans. I just wanted to share with everybody, and uh, it might be an absolutely yes or absolutely not for some people, but in the beginning of this pandemic, I was included in a group text with my dad and some of his work colleagues and old friends, and some people I did not know the numbers just from all over. And they were sending, you know, some stupid political type joke emails or things to each other and i had a few glasses of sangria and got this trump has coronavirus viral link and i didn't open it i just thought oh they'll think this is hilarious well i send it to this group and nobody responds for the rest of the night i wake up that morning i'm like that's weird nobody responded i started getting anxiety about it and thinking i wonder what that was i go and click on it i immediately um die. Well, it ended up being the very large, naked African-American man that is going viral. I had no response from all these mid-60-year-old guys, and I ended up having to call my father and tell him.
0: Okay, I know you said that this is an absolutely not, but Catherine, again, again, a Southern thing to say, I'm driving from my hometown of Beaumont to my new home in New Orleans because Bitch wants you to know, maybe it's just a Texas thing. Hey, guess what? I am actually from Texas. Here's the deal. This is great on so many levels. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look up this guy with the huge penis. If you have not seen this GIF meme, whatever the hell it is, this photo of this. And I think this guy used to be a porn star. They started doing all of these hysterical gifts. I got it sent to me like six times. And it's this photo of this like enormous, like I'm talking, this guy must be, he could have been an offensive lineman for like the fucking uh, Miami Dolphins. This guy is a like ripped, huge, hold on, I'm typing in. Gorgeous black guy with big dick. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Oh, fuck. Okay, guys, if you Google, um, okay, I can't find this guy. Honestly, it's not. Image. I'm just doing images. This is the last thing I want. Okay, here we go. So apparently, this photo that has gone around, this guy is sitting on the edge of this bed. When I say you will see the biggest penis you've ever seen in your entire life, I mean it's not even like you're literally like, holy shit! This is somebody's. Uh, this is not an appendage. This is a tree trunk. This is something you would use to prop up a car if you had to change a tire. It's fucking huge. So I started doing this research, and everyone's like, this guy is the biggest penis ever, and it's the funniest photo because it got sent to me too with. <laughs> Somebody was like, click on this, like six ways to figure out whether or not you have coronavirus. I was like, oh, I got to fucking click on it. And then it's just like this guy sitting on the edge of a bed with a huge penis. Here's what I have to say. I love that you thought you were sending something sassy, you know, like politically savvy to these like older gentlemen. You're like, oh, I'm going to tell them I've got them. And then it just went fucking radio silence. This is fucking great. Absolutely. Yes. This is not an absolutely not. Cause I love it. I, you know, those guys were like, about to hit the golf course maybe walking into Whole Foods or something like, okay, all right, all right, um, Catherine's, wow, she got us good. She got us real good with this. I love it. You know what? You're keeping it fresh with these boomers. You know, they're starting to say this phrase online, like, okay, boomer. I think we need to do one when boomers are doing good things because boomers are still important. It's still our parents and we still love them. I think we need to have a good, like, good job, boomer. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Good job, Boomer. So I want y'all to call into the hotline. If you see a Boomer doing something friggin' fantastic, if you see them doing something bad, you can call them with the bad Boomer. But I want to hear some positive. Like, okay, Boomer, go on with your progressive bad self. But I think this is great. Catherine, they needed it. They needed to see it. You know, they needed to see just a strong man with a big dick just to kind of throw them off their game. Honestly, keep them humble. You know, when you see this penis, Jeff saw it because I sent him the same thing like, you know, CDC just came out with six new ways to figure out if you have coronavirus. Jeff immediately clicked on it, threw his phone out the window. He said, that's the biggest thing I've ever seen. And I think this guy was a famous porn star. It's going to come up, but I just Googled it on my computer. And I got to be honest with you. It was you have to sift through a lot (laughs) to find it. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know that I know that you know that we know. Catherine from NOLA but originally from Beaumont I love that I think keep going for it let's keep let's keep pranking our parents love and light baby Y'all, this episode just really, it it brought me joy. It brought me back to the root of why we're doing this. And it's to talk to y'all and connect and just talk about the crazy shit we're going through. Thank you to everybody who called into the hotline. I'm going to continue to do some more of these solo episodes so we can just get into the nitty gritty of things. I am going to try and bring on a COVID expert soon. We're trying to lock all that down, you know, just so we can get some sense of what the fuck we're supposed to do. But y'all stay safe, take care of each other, bless one another. I'm so grateful and I just feel like, I feel in a positive space. You know, I said it earlier in the podcast, like we're just kind of living in wild times or we don't know what's next. But I want you to know that this will always be just a fun space for us to talk about, you know, drinking trulys and giving hand jobs and trying to, you know, fight the man and, you know, be better people. Because that's, be the, you know, be what you can be. Be the best. And we're learning together. You know, we're doing this fucking together and that's what I'm here for. Y'all have the most blessed week. I will see you next week. Keep calling into the absolutely not line. That number, as always, is 800-213-7503. Again, 800-213-7503. Keep giving me those good, good, absolutely nots. Y'all stay safe. Bye.